Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. I hope you had a great long weekend if you're in North America. Um, well, I shouldn't say North America. If you're in Canada or the U.S., it was Canada Day and 4th of July. Hope you enjoyed responsibly. Um, and I really hope you enjoyed my last three episodes on the first, second, and third chakras or energy centers um, in your body, I am going to be uh, completely honest with you and transparent here. I I came back to um, Ontario, which is where I'm from, and I've been staying at my parents' house, and, um, you know, I was prepared uh, mentally and emotionally um, to the best of my ability, um, to move across the country, even though it happened very quickly, considering on just for reference sake, I am recording this in the beginning of July. And on June 3rd, I, um, literally had no idea where I was going to live or what was going to happen. It is July 3rd (laughs) and my stuff is in British Columbia from Toronto. Um, So uh, I've recorded an episode about spirit-loving speed, and um, I'm doing my best to really live that. And um, it's it's an interesting thing if you've never moved across the country. Uh, This is my second time doing it. Um, The first time I needed like months to prepare. This time it feels divine. It feels divinely guided and orchestrated. Um, So many obstacles just evaporated um, in order for this to happen. I had to trust myself a lot in this process and really trust feelings. And I think that's the next, you know, true evolution for me as well is to trust that more than my analytical mind that I have basically spent my whole life, um, you know, thinking was the boss. That was who's in charge, you know? And so it feels very organic at the same time to really be, um, in this phase of my life right now. Um, so I was prepared for that in some ways, um, on different levels, if that makes sense. So I was prepared for the, the cross country move as strange as that sounds coming out of my mouth. I was prepared for it. What I was not prepared for was, um, to walk into, uh, an environment where there was a lot of trauma present the exact same stuff that I dealt with, um, as a kid that I did not expect. Um, and when you work with the unknown, um, this is a part of it. It's just a part of it. So I was, um, really dealing with some inner child stuff. 12 year old Tracy really came to visit. And, um, I, I really experienced going unconscious and being completely caught up in, in patterns. And I really have a lot more empathy for that. And um, I think that's why it was also important for me. I really recorded this podcast with the intention to help other people, but there was a benefit for me too, in the sense that I was in the midst of going through the process of understanding how my lower three centers were completely out of balance in an instant, like crazy. I, I mean, I've talked about this stuff and I'm talking about it now, but having gone through it, 
you know, all the work I've done. And then literally in the span of a, you know, a few hours, my whole system is thrown out of balance. And the only reason why I was able to cope with that and not even cope with it, like regulate myself through that is because I've done all this work and I'm aware of what was happening. So I went unconscious for maybe like a day max. And then I started to realize what was happening to me internally first, because externally it was chaotic and I haven't experienced this in a year. So I really wanted to record these episodes also in real time going through it myself. Um, I felt like that would have added a more authentic layer. And I also realized how so many things from my past make more sense now. <laughs> Again, um, I've also had to show myself a lot of self-compassion, like a lot of self-compassion. And um, I guess that's something I also needed to learn in this process is to is to really be compassionate with myself. I've taken on so many projects while I was here as well. Um, just so many different things I've taken on. And I just really reflected on how being aware of what's going on in your body and being aware of when you get out of balance and being able to bring that towards balance. Like, am I fully balanced right now sitting here? No. Um, I don't even know if that truly exists, but I know that there's more I can do to come back into more alignment, um, more harmony. I know that. I also know that I am taking steps every single day to do that and learning more about myself in the process. So I just wanted to share with you the, that I feel the, the real wealth, <laughs> you know, I've been talking about abundance lately and, um, for me still, there's some programming that still wants to think about um, money. And the more I really focus on abundance and, and really study it on many levels, you know, the real wealth is being able to know yourself in the sense of like deeply what's happening inside of you and being able to self-regulate. At least this is what my beliefs are right now. Having gone through that process, I don't think that there's a dollar value I can put on being able to notice that I'm handling situations way differently than a previous version of myself would and not panicking and not defaulting to worry and not defaulting to self-judgment is such a huge win for me you know, as a part of this process, it's been like, I guess a month now, um, almost a full month, I guess I got here on the 8th, but anyway, um, part of my growing up, I guess, and in this month was also having a conversation that was 10, 20 years in the making, um, just releasing myself from all this stored stuff in my second center I mean, it's been so liberating and, um, you know, I, if, if I could just share one thing with you, it's like the universe is always conspiring to help us. You know, I, I would always say that the universe is, is, is supporting me, 
but I really believe that events in our lives are really for us. They're not to us. And I had something really potentially terrible happen to me. At least this was my wording happened to me. I was like, oh my God, this is like the worst thing that could have happened. And I wanted to spiral. And then I was like, wait, I deeply feel like there's something that this is telling me. And I just had this nudge and I just gave myself space. I just sat down, gave myself space to just breathe, literally just breathe, just connect myself to everything by breathing. And again, my normal habit pattern is to hold my breath. And so I was like, no, I'm just going to breathe. And I just breathed, breathe, breathe. You know, what is this? Is there anything I contributed to this event happening? And I realized that there was, and I, I was holding back my truth. I wasn't saying something that I needed to say, and it was a need to say it. And the universe was like, if this is bubbling up for you, it's because the timing is right. I'm not in control of it. You know, I wanted to control the conversation and I just surrendered fully to it. And I decided to speak from my heart. So I had to open up my heart and speak from it and the the conversation was so well received to the point that I had to like pinch myself that this happened and that it was received in that way because it like literally blew my mind um and so I I'm in the process of of processing that <laughs> we're always in process but um I don't think I fully allowed myself to process that because I just need more space and time and I feel like I can can get that in a different environment. And that's not to say I can't overcome this environment. I have in many ways. It's just a, a process. I think I need to be away in a different environment. But I just wanted to share with you the, the real life benefits of going through this. Um, I have grown exponentially this month. I have um, helped more people than I thought this month it was just going to be about moving and packing my stuff and I've been able to to work with so many different people that I never thought was possible and I think the the richest feeling really that I want to leave you with the richest feeling that I have is that I feel so complete with my experience here I visited Toronto a bunch while I was here and I just kept looking at the CN Tower and I just kept I had this overwhelming feeling of gratitude you know, I lived in Toronto during the pandemic and um, I'm sure like you, I had days that just sucked. Um, I had a lot of days that sucked actually in the pandemic. I had a lot of days that were amazing, but I also had a lot of days that sucked. And I used to go on these walks and at almost every spot on my walk, you could see the CN Tower. And there's a particular spot that I loved by the water. And if you followed me on Instagram, you would see me there all the time. And I used to look at the CN Tower between these willow trees that I just absolutely loved. Um, and I used to just be like, you know, how can I be more like you? You're so tall and you're so strong and you're so fierce. And um, I used to really look up towards her for, um, I guess, inspiration. And um, it was so interesting because I it was driving and, you know, I could see the CN Tower. I could see her again. And I think she's a she, so that's why I'm saying her. <laughs> and um, it was like this just gratitude. I don't know how else to say it. It was just pure gratitude. And um, it was like a goodbye. It was like, a, I'm, I'm done here. And it was this really just deep, complete feeling. And um, 
yeah, I don't know how else to say it other than um, when you feel complete with something, it's like there's no emotional stragglers, you know, <laughs> like nothing that you can use to guilt yourself or shame yourself later. Like it's just, it's just done. And I talked about this too, about how um, when I was leaving Santa Cruz, I had this feeling of completeness and I had not been open to that before because I hadn't trusted I could build something up again. And it's almost like a knowing that I'm going to do that in BC and that it was, it's more in alignment with who I truly really am and not some facade of who I pretend to be. Um, BC has all the elements that I literally crave, <laughs> you know? So anyway, I'm just sharing that with you. And, you know, one thing that I just wanted to add on here is something that I recognized um, on a deeper level. And I've talked about this before, but I realized it on a, on a very deep level so, you know, I've been, I've been having conversations with people, um, you know, they're asking me about breath work or even my coaching or whatever. And um, I've noticed that a lot of people are getting sick or people are just extremely tired. Um, and they're like, oh, I sat in the sun all day and that might have something to do with it. Um, maybe not being hydrated has something to do with it. Um but it's not a one-time thing. When I ask people like, oh, is this happening just this one time? Or is this something you've noticed periodically or more frequently? And people are like, no, this is not just a one-time thing. I just notice this more often. Something that really hit me is that there are three types of stress. There is um, physical stress. There is chemical stress. And there's emotional stress. And Dr. Joe said this. He said that physical and chemical stress in some way or another end up being emotional stress. And um, that's really interesting to think about because if you have physical stress, so let's just say, I'll give you my personal example. So getting all of my items moved, sorted, organized, giving away and even getting all the stuff on the truck that day was stressful because, you know, they said they would be there at a certain time. They were not there. Um, and then when they did get there, there was a whole bunch of things that needed to be, you know, anyway, there was just a whole bunch of stress. I mean, if, if you've moved or witnessed somebody moving, you know what I'm talking about. And even though there was a lot of physical stress, I was moving a lot. I was, I was, you know, packing, organizing, sorting things. At the end of the day, I noticed that it was emotional stress. I was very aware of the fact that my old patterns wanted to surface and just worry about everything. And I really had to self-regulate myself and buffer all of those emotions that wanted to show up. And that was emotional stress. Um, you know, even talking to um, people that have, um, you know, some sort of um, chemical stress. So that's like, you know, if they're going through like, you know, mold in their house or like, you know, pollution or whatever, at the end of the day, it affects you emotionally. And I just wanted to drive home that point. You know, there was a study I was reading recently. It was like 85% of doctor's visits have to do with what they called psychosocial stress really it had to do with emotional 
stress and it had to do with whatever their psychological um, situation was or you know you know not having the correct social support which leads to emotional stress and so I at the end of the day all emotions are just energy and so for me I look at everything now through an energetic lens that's why I'm able to help my clients and myself because I was just able to be like okay where is there not energy you know what's happening where is your energy not flowing is your energy stuck like you know what is going on with me and I was able to look internally and see like okay there's not energy flowing in these areas and I had enough tools to really self-regulate myself and bring myself back to more balance and so as I was able to do that and bring energy to places where there was an energy and and really move that energy and surrender to the messages that were there and the and what I needed to learn to move that energy again even though I didn't like it I didn't like it <laughs> in the moment I didn't like it I was like I want to do this I don't feel ready to have this conversation I haven't had it for 20 years for a reason and then you're just left with yourself and you're just left with everything that's there and you can make a choice. And I made the choice to have the conversation. And again, not in any way, shape or form I thought it was going to happen. But I was ready to have that conversation. I just didn't believe I was. Um, but there was a higher power that was urging me. And, you know, really, I, I was open to this. And so I just want to share with you, like, quickly shifting timelines can happen like I shifted a timeline in that conversation and I'm aware of it it doesn't scare me anymore it used to um obviously I had resistance to it but it didn't stop me and so I just wanted to share that today with you because um you can do that for yourself you can you can absolutely shift timelines and I want to finish this story in next uh in tomorrow's episode around the emotional stress piece and um why I really believe that's such an important thing um, to be aware of. But I just wanted to like leave you with my personal kind of um, an anecdotes on what motivated me to record these episodes, how I've used it in my life in real time um, for you so that you can understand how to better apply it in your life. And I started with the same practices that I gave in those three episodes. So it's um, it's a different set of skills. So it might feel more tedious, but I want you to just, you know, give it your best shot. And um, let me know if you if you have questions on it. Like I said, if the practice is feeling like you're not doing it right, you probably are. Um, but reach out and I'd be happy to help you if you have any questions on this kind of stuff. Um, I love I like live for this stuff. I love talking about this stuff. And I'm pretty open sharing my experience. So I'd be happy to answer your questions. If you also want to do a deeper dive personally into what is going on for you, also very, very happy to help you. Just um, reach out to me and you can do that by clicking the link below. You can book a clarity call with me. You can also message me on Instagram if you're curious about anything before we have a call. Other than that, I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow and I hope you have a great rest of your day.